Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Dylan, thank you very much. Very much. Thank Damn it, you, you very stole much. My bit. That's the nicest thing you that anyone's ever done for me. It seems a bit bizarre, Ha-ha. but things the way they are. Ha-ha. It's almost effort losing war's been won for me. And if I had a flag, I'd hang me flag out. Oh my god, dude! Hey, Matt, I have been waiting. What what episode are we on? Are we fifty two? We're past 50. This is almost getting near 60, damn. Dear 60, damn God damn. Oh, oh, my God, dude. I have been waiting since we started this damn show to talk about what we're talking about tonight, man. My excitement, woo, through the roof. Oh, my God. I'm super hyped. We're talking Albert Finney's Scrooge. I'm sorry. I'm jumping right into it. I'm not burying the lead here. I, I already had a whole thing. You were going to oh. say, hi, Matt. And I was going to say, before we start, I just wanted to say, thank you very much for introducing <laughs> me to this movie. But you got me. Well, you, got, you beat me to it. That's fine. It's fine. I mean, before we get into anything, we should do this. You're an evil man. Like, I'm not even like a Whamageddon person, but you're like so driven by the chaos of ruining people's Whamageddon. It is such a horrible thing. I don't understand why it took off. There are, and, and people have like, 
reached out to me since then and been like, it's not about like the fact that we dislike the song. And I'm like, well, if you don't dislike the song, why are you depriving yourself of hearing one of the greatest I, Christmas you know songs ever written? I I got it. The, so I've never participated in Whamageddon. Okay. But a friend of mine posted something the other day, and it was the first time that I was like, oh, I get the appeal of this. And it okay. was that he said, went to three malls and was a vendor at two different punk rock festivals this weekend and I'm still in the game, baby. And like <laughs> and it's like and like suddenly I was like, oh my god, I do kind of get the appeal of this. Not even from like a I dislike the song, but just like like I could do the exact same thing with like Mariah Carey's so All do I Want that. For Christmas Pick is you. A song you that's, I mean? that's not amazing. <laughs> well, I mean I love All I Want for Christmas is you too. Oh, I love that I like song the too. Idea, I like the idea of like you could even do it with like modern music. Like like Wapageddon, where you're just like, all right, I'm going to go Wap. through the entire summer without without hearing the song Wap anywhere, and <laughs> and like, there's something exciting about the like, oh man, I made it another day. It didn't happen. Like, dude, I'm that would have been insane. What? Not this past summer, but like yeah, two, last, last summer. Last, yeah, summer. last summer, just if, if you not just started like June, you were like, you know what? From this day forward, we we are in the middle of Wap again, baby. Like, I, I need to go all summer without Which hearing I do think WAP. It, I, we changed it to WAP. I do think it's WAP. I, I, I think it's wet-ass pussy, not wet-old pussy. But I, it is. It is. But I, it's 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 almost, it's almost like the GIF-GIF argument. Like, for some reason, the creator That's wants to true. call it GIF. Uh, tra- <laughs> graphics. <laughs> Dude. No, I mean, I get Whatever. the... I, I See, I have the opposite interest where I'm like, I love just watching people seethe in anger. As as the as the I connection noticed. as the connection is being made, it's the same appeal as the Rick Roll, but I think the Rick Roll has died. Like I'm I'm over the Rick Roll. See, but I think yours shouldn't have counted anyway because I thought it was that it had to be the original no covers, and you had the class sing it. Oh no 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 no! But I played the beginning of it oh, as well. Gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. As, as, the rules are: as soon as you recognize it as the original, you are You're out. Right. So I don't know if you've paid attention, but I, I did that. I did a preview of my Christmas shirts. Uh, I do a, a Christmas holiday madness shirts for school where I'll wear a different holiday shirt every day of school for the month of December. I did a preview on December 1st. I was like, here's my Christmas shirt. But the music I put behind me was Last Christmas by Wham. So if you click are on you gonna it. Do the, are you going to watch uh, Last Christmas at some point this month and dude, post that so with the song good. in the background? Yeah, like, man. Uh, like, made some hot cocoa to watch this bad boy on your Instagram <laughs> story, but it's just like, Last Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to get some of our wrestling fans out there. I, uh, I put posted a clip of me i said uh i really miss this kenny omega and it was uh kenny omega doing the whole goodbye and good night and as soon as he says bang last christmas by wham kicks in <laughs> like i mean i am i am ready dude like, you're let's you're you're a wham this. assassin basically a wham assassin <laughs> i'm taking people out left and right but right. wham again aside it had to be mentioned because we are uh, quickly approaching Christmas. It just had to be mentioned. But back to the task at hand. I am so sorry for, for interrupting you, your... It's all right. It's all right. You should shtick. get the opening lead because to this. This is, your, this is your film, man. This is Oh, my God. This is the Dylan movie. Um, you've been talking about this, yeah, forever. Do you want the good or the bad from me first? Oh, my God. So... 
I should have known it was coming. Like, I don't... I See, I don't know how anyone can not love... I will give you the good. I did love this movie. Okay, all right, all right. As long as you did love this movie. So I have a couple positives and negatives. I liked the movie. At the end of the day, I liked the movie. It's a movie that I will probably watch every year now. I'm all on board on that. I win! (laughs) Well, you didn't fully win, because here's the flip side. Here's the but. If I had a gun to my head and I could only watch one adaptation of The Christmas Carol, it's not taking over the Muppets for me. Okay, I assumed <laughs> like, you would go Muppets. I assumed yeah, you would like go I'm, Muppets. I'm still leaning Muppets there. I will say that I think that this version of Scrooge is way more sinister and easy to hate than Michael Caine's version of Scrooge. I would agree. So I think it's the better I Scrooge. I think... That the the ghost of Christmas present, however, I'll take the Muppets like big jolly like come in and know me better, man version <laughs> of the ghost of Christmas present over this guy who kind of just seemed pissed off at Scrooge. Yeah, like, who like he's like, hey, have some of my wine, but also yeah. I know you're a dickhead, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I just I, I feel like and the, and this is just from me personally. I always felt like even when I read the book that like the ghost of Christmas present is the most like soothing of the ghosts. And I did not get that vibe in this particular adaptation. I got that. He was just as pissed off and angry as, as the next ghost that comes after. I would agree. Honestly, it is a little backwards in this adaptation. The ghost of Christmas past being the older woman um, is probably the most soothing of the three. I'm going to be honest. This is my Scrooge. Like this is is the first I know, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, this was the first adaptation of A Christmas Carol I saw. Like, I mean, to the point where I didn't know A Christmas Carol wasn't a musical. Like, like, when I was a kid, this was the version that we watched with my family. And it wasn't until other people started introducing me to different versions of A Christmas Carol that I realized, oh, shit, like... (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just weird. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, everybody always, uh, they pick George C. Scott as Scrooge. Like, cool. I, I enjoy the George C. Scott version. In more recent years, I've heard people say, like, Henry Winkler is their Scrooge. To me, like, Albert Finney is my Scrooge. And I love, when I was a kid, I thought Albert Finney was as old as he was as modern day Scrooge. And it wasn't until, like, in the later years where I was like, oh, shit, young Scrooge, that's actually Albert Finney. He's just wearing a fuck ton of makeup during the regular movie. Albert Finney is is amazing to me. Like, I'm just, I have so much sympathy for that character when when we go back that, I'm going to get it out of the way, the the Did You Cry 100%. When he sings that You song, like, I, fuck, man, that, whew. I still, again, the Muppets is is still got a lot of wins, but there's also twenty yeah. years of me watching the Muppets versus exactly. two days ago of watching this. But like, I do as much as I love. Thank you. Here's here's how I'd say it. Thank you very much is a fucking standout song. Oh yeah, like, oh, like that yeah. song. That song fucks. Honestly, the first two songs, I was also like, man, these songs kick ass. Like I'm all in. My very first note was I already love the music. Like I'm into the yeah. music, but. I mean, you know my love of Paul Williams. Like, oh, Paul Williams... I know. I know. The, the, the music of Paul Williams in The Muppet Christmas Carol, I was just talking to someone else about this 
the other day where it's like those songs stand i mean i think thank you very much actually would fall in this category too but the songs in muppet christmas carol even though they really are very christmassy like yeah. i could listen to those songs all year round like they're they're that. very they've they've got such a beautiful like melody line and they're so interesting and different but let me read you a note yeah go for that it that i wrote down that will make sense to you and me and a, a demographic of our listeners, but probably yeah. not all of our listeners. Was this Hammer Films Presents Scrooge? Because <laughs> <laughs> there are so many moments that feel like it could have been ripped right out of Hammer Films. Um, specifically, man. Death's face when you see that skull inside yeah. there. Because originally my note almost said, Death isn't as scary as he is in most other adaptations. And then he turned around and that face was there. And I was like, oh, "Oh, shit. Yeah. But also, like, just the door knocker face effect and, like, the ghost ricochet rolling through his house. Like, it's all very Hammer Filmsy. And I think that's what makes me love it. I think some of the things that, that, that A Christmas Carol adaptations have done is, while they are set at a certain time period, to me, this movie feels like a period piece on top of it just being an adaptation of a I think that this has also had the most excluding stuff that's whole intention is to be the horror version of Scrooge like something like yeah. Scrooged this was of like a faithful adaptation of the source material the one that I felt like leaned the most into the ghost and horror aspect of it yeah dude i mean when like when Alec Guinness who is incredible as Jacob Marley when yeah. Alec, I love when he fucking floats. He's like, ooh, like trying to yeah. scare the shit out of him. I love it. Um, when he takes Scrooge away and they, they uh, he performs his song, um, See the Phantoms. Those fucking phantoms are horrifying. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> they're like it's, really scary. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a, a good amount of uh spookiness to it like i am de- like like i said i'll definitely watch this i had to watch it on youtube apparently it, it is on amazon prime apparently yeah that's fine i like yeah this no, no, is no. something I'm just putting it out there this is something where now that i've watched it like hey man you get me like a nice blu-ray like yeah. or, or whatever like i'll put it in the collection happily oh yeah hell yeah my uh a- Unfortunately, like my parents bought the Blu-ray and they have the Blu-ray still at their house. I'd love a 4K release. Holy shit. That'd be amazing. But like... Look, we're living in a world where Scream Factory just announced that Alligator's getting a three-disc 4K. So like Albert Finney's... (laughs) No one has been more excited about that announcement than this guy. (laughs) I was so... I was losing my fucking mind. Like if I don't get a... This is going to be the first time in a long time where if I don't get a review copy of a Blu-ray, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to spend the money. Like, yeah. I need I need I, those two on blue in my house. But. I did. Or, I did. Uh, I ordered the 4K of Krampus. I can't wait for it to show up. <laughs> yeah, the naughty cut. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know if the naughty cut, before I ever put it in my collection, um, let me know if it's really that much of Apparently- Like, if it's like one extra scene or some bullshit yeah i've heard it's not much like if you already own the other ones or you want to own the movie from what i've heard the extras are cool like the extra interviews but like the extra scenes are more just like more cursing i just wanted Um, some more gore i I wanted to yeah there's apparently there's not much more of that like a little bit but not much more of that but i also don't own the blu-ray that's another one much like scrooge that like I got when I was living with my parents and like they it's their it's theirs so I yeah. didn't take it so I I was like fuck it if I'm going to buy it I might as well get like the definitive version 
of it. In, until five, ten years from now when there's a new yeah, definitive version. Exactly. Hey, we found an extra ten seconds yeah, that we're going to put and, into it. And it's on 8K. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're in the fucking movie. I know. I, I'm beating a dead horse here. But this movie, like my mom and I, when I was a kid, would sing I Hate People as we walked around Christmas shopping. Like when I lived like in Glen Burnie. Like, I mean, we bonded over this movie. I think... When we chatted about uh, 8-Bit Christmas, you said that the writer had said, A Christmas Story is not just my favorite Christmas movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I think I would put this up there. I think this is like one of the few Christmas movies that is also on one of my favorite movies lists. I love the story of A Christmas Carol. It is one of my favorite stories of all time. So I have two thoughts that I'm going to say, and these are two controversial ass. Well, one's not yeah. a controversial ass thought. Uh, I mean, I read it every year, yeah, right same, around December same, 20th. Yeah, I just read that. a chapter a night, and then I read the last chapter when I wake up Christmas morning. It's beautiful. Mm. Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. I have said, controversially, as a person who works at a church, that I think that the story of Scrooge is more important to Christmas than the story of Jesus. <laughs> so you're not wrong. I mean, I think... <laughs> I think that that represents more of what Christmas is actually supposed to be about I than, agree. than the I Jesus agree. story. And I feel awful saying... Like, I'm like, I should not be saying this sentence. But I do, man. I think that it's the story of, like, no one is bad forever. Exactly. Like, exactly. like you, can, I mean, that's, you can overcome that. <laughs> that's this... The, the Christmas season will always go back to that line from Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. The meaning of Christmas is that Christmas has meaning. And I think that is fully summed up in the story of A Christmas Carol, that you you can make those changes in your life. And I fully believe, I think there are certain adaptations where I'm like, okay, this dude's just going to be fucking cool on Christmas. But I genuinely believe that like in adaptations like this, I think Michael Caine in The Muppets, I genuinely believe that these characters have changed and I would love to see a fucking... We're writing it, dude. Scrooge 2, bro. We're, <laughs> we're making it happen. There's just so many perfect lines in A Christmas Carol in general. Like, if they had rather die, then they had better do it. And decrease yeah. the surplus population. Oh, like, every time they say so that, it makes me so angry. But good. I, I want to jump... I want to jump back to what we were talking about 
yeah, for yeah, one yeah. quick second. I was like looking Sorry, up. Sorry, I'm all over I, the place. No, no, no. I just wanted to get the <laughs> quote exact. Yeah, when you're talking about like these people are changed forever, I, I think the movie Scrooged, Bill Murray gives this marathon speech. And I'm not going to read the whole fucking speech from that movie. But yeah. there's one part of the speech always stuck out at me, which is when he says, I get it now. If you give, then it can happen. Then the miracle can happen to you. And it's not just the poor and the hungry. It's everybody who's got to have this miracle. And it can happen tonight for all of you. If you believe in the spirit thing, the miracle will happen. And then you'll want it to happen again tomorrow. And you won't be one of those bastards who says Christmas is once a year and it's a fraud because it's not. It can happen every day. You just got to want that feeling. And if you like it and you want it, you get greedy for it and you want it every day in your life. And that can happen to you. And it's like that sums up like how I feel about Christmas so much is like when you're like, I love Christmas. I wish it could be Christmas every day. Like people think of that as like, you just want presents every day and to get it fat on ham. And it's like, no, I, I like imagining a world where every day people treat each other as nicely as they treat each other on Christmas morning. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. For sure. It's, 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 and it's the season, man. It's the fucking season. I've said it once. I'll say it again. If we could just end Christmas and then start again on September 1st and we could just have these four months because it, it just feels like four months of celebration, just four full months of celebration. And I absolutely adore it. And and that line from Scrooge is absolutely perfect. And I think why I don't hold Scrooge and the Muppets in the same regard as uh, 1970 Scrooge is the same reason you just said, like, I've also had 20 years of seeing the Muppets yeah. over and over again. I saw the Muppets Christmas Carol for the first time in high school. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't grow up watching it. I, I, didn't I saw see... it in theaters. Yeah. I saw there it, like, go, opening bro. weekend at theaters. I was like, I'm not missing the Muppets. <laughs> and and having this one ingrained in my in my head, it was always being closed-minded. Like, the, not my fucking Scrooge, bro. Not my president. <laughs> <laughs> Not my Scrooge, bro. We'll, Get the fuck we'll out of eventually, here. You know what, though? We'll eventually... I think that Muppets Christmas Carol is going to be one of those ones. Not saying that you dislike Muppets Christmas no, no, Carol. No, 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 no. I absolutely adore yeah, Muppets Christmas Carol. You, but I think that that's going to be one of those ones where whatever love you have for that movie, when we eventually do the episode and you hear me talk so passionately about it... yeah. It's going to bump up a notch. It's not oh, going to yeah. pass Scrooge. Like, Scrooge will no, no, still no, no. be uh, top tier. It's still going to be number but one. But I think, I think you're going to be like... Oh, yeah. But I know that The Muppets has frequently been referred to as, like, the most faithful adaptation of the of the source material because it really doesn't go anywhere outside the book, and most of the dialogue is almost verbatim exactly how it was written. Yeah, it's but this is pretty fucking close, yeah. too, up until, like, for someone who reads the book every night, every year... I still don't remember parts of it, which always makes it exciting when I read it the next year. But I don't remember Scrooge hanging out in hell for so long. Yeah, so (laughs) uh, the hell scene is a little weird for me. It it always has been as a kid because I would watch it on VHS and TV. And they actually don't have the hell scene on the TV cut. He falls into the grave and he lands in his bed. That seems like the way it should be. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know if, like, there was a reason, like, if that was added in later or what. But, yeah, it was always, like, no, he, he falls into the hole and he wakes up in his bed that just seems to make more sense yes. to me like it yeah just, the hell seems like, real weird and i saw this um 
my family and I actually went to see the live version at the Hippodrome in Baltimore uh, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and that scene's not in it either it is real fucking weird with the like the shirtless demons <laughs> coming yeah. through carrying his his chain like it's yeah, absolutely it's, insane it's fucking wild it, it it's is like, so wild i feel like it can just be described as it's 1970 yeah <laughs> like, yeah it really is we're like it's hey, some real 1970 ass shit in the middle let's of this do movie. this weird shit <laughs> it's so good man it's so good i love it so much Fuck it. Father Christmas. See the Phantoms. December the 25th. Correct. December the 25th. Correct. It's, I mean, the oh music is really, is really fire. Oh, it's Fessiwig. Albert <laughs> Finney is so good. Dude, rest in peace. Didn't he just pass away recently, too? I think it was, it was like, fairly recently. Yeah, it was like a couple years ago. Either last year or a couple years ago. Um, Some of the upsetting things, the the soundtrack's been deal, like, dealt with like legal issues and stuff, so it's never been repressed. I was going to ask because I was trying to find these songs on Spotify and I'm yeah. like, this doesn't sound they have right. The, they have the original Broadway cast stage version of it, but mm-hmm. the the actual soundtrack can be found via YouTube, but it is all ripped from vinyl. I'll see vinyl copies pop up on Discog ever so often. Not super expensive, so I'm like, I'm kind of iffy. Like, I really want to own it, but I'd really like to find it in the wild so I can take a look at the disc and stuff. I have seen like ex- more expensive copies pop up. I would adore having this soundtrack on me. I actually sang "Thank You Very Much" for an audition in high school. <laughs> so how'd that go? I got cast. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. So yeah, it, it's oh my god. There's just like little things I could talk about about this I movie. Mean, this it, is the hard part. This <sighs> is this is the part that's difficult about what we do. It is. is it's because I've experienced this with horror movie night. I've yeah. experienced this with one hit thunder. The more I love something, I feel like the shorter the episodes always are yeah. because I'm so like, I'm so just like, this is great. And it's like, <laughs> you love something so much that you can't, you either a can't articulate why you love it. Exactly. Or, or B you rattle off all of the reasons in a matter of like five minutes. And I feel like that's you- I love the sets. I love the characters. <laughs> I love the acting. The songs are amazing. They get stuck in my head. I absolutely love all the songs. Uh, we haven't even talked about, I know you're not a big fan of the Christmas, uh, the ghost of Christmas present, but I like life is a fucking banger. No, I, it's, like I mean, life, life likes me life. It- oh my God. It's so good, dude. Oh, uh, and then they play the minister's cat. It's a great, film it really is it's a it's a it's a masterwork of cinema <laughs> there you go so. I, thanks i i i just a, t- a hint of sarcasm in there a little bit but it was nominated for multiple academy awards so there you go some people thought so oh no my God. i mean it was it was well reviewed it was well received um I couldn't really find anything on like was this like a box office smash or was it kind of just like a like in the middle of the road type thing. Like I mean, it. it Wiki just said million, how much it made. It. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, was like, I was like, and like, what did it open seventh? Like, if it opened seventh, three billion doesn't really mean that much. Yeah. I I I don't know. Like, I I've never heard anyone say like a bad word about it. But I again, I don't know if it was a bomb. It's, or I not. don't know. So this is gonna sound really insulting, and I don't want it to sound insulting. Here we go. The thing that kept running through my head when I was watching this. It's like I can't imagine watching this in a movie theater. Like yeah. like in a weird way like it just it kind of feels like 
like a TV movie type vibe okay. to it. And it's not like age. Like it's not like like I watch movies from like the 50s and be like, yeah, I can totally like see myself packing into a theater. And I think it's because you said like it's such a period piece. It's such so, like I just think it's all of these elements that you don't really think of like big movie theater release yeah. <laughs> when you associate those yeah. that framework to it. I'd love to like see the trailers for this and see like how was this advertised in 1970 to like get people to come to the theater because i am i am really curious like i feel like historically i don't think christmas carol does as well as a movie box office wise as we like to imagine it would i don't know how like, much did like the jim carrey one how well did the I, Jim Carrey one do? Let me see. Okay, never mind. I, I mean, it, it made back its budget. So there we go. I, I mean, it's so. it's as long as it's not three hour episodes of Guy Pierce sexually assaulting his worker's wife. I mean, we're good. I don't know Wait, if you. What are you uh, talking about? What's... The FX. The FX. A Christmas Carol. Did you never see this? No. Oh my God! So FX in 2019 did a Christmas Carol adaptation uh, starring Guy Pierce as Scrooge. It's 173 minutes long, three episodes, mm -hmm. and it is fucking bonkers, dude. All right. I want to look up something real quick. Okay. Yep. Now, I don't know any of these songs. I, I just saw that <laughs> Thank You Very Much lost the nomination for Best Song of 1970 at the Academy Awards, and I was like, what the fuck beat it? But I don't know any of <laughs> these songs. And you don't know what beat it? I don't know any of these songs. No, it was something from Lovers and Strangers called For All We Know. Mm. You know, one thing we haven't talked about was the like opening credit sequence. Yes. Like, those matte paintings are absolutely amazing. I really was like, nice. what Tim Burton-ass motherfucker? <laughs> I could have done without, speaking of the Christmas goose, and I'm not a dude who's like, oh, I don't like to see dead animals on a film, like whatever. Man, this movie did nothing to convince me that Christmas Goose is good. Like, it, those things look, they look fucking disgusting. <laughs> I, I will try it. I, I tried Fruitcake for the first time two years ago, and that shit is just as disgusting as it is, like, portrayed in the movies. So. You know what we still need to do eventually? And obviously we weren't able to pull it off this year, but maybe next year. Or if we do a Christmas in July thing, and I was thinking about this, is we still need to get the Christmas crackers thing that everyone. Oh my God, you're right. About. We do. Well, let's do the Christmas July thing. So I'm I'm reading the first Harry Potter book, and one of the things he opens are Christmas crackers. <laughs> See, I just always assumed it was like like animal crackers, but like in Christmas shapes. <laughs> oh shit! But I'm trying to figure out. I, I guess he's a fucking wizard because apparently, like, he opened Christmas crackers and he got like a chest set and stuff. So I'm like. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah i didn't even think about it from that stance i've read that book a million times and never clicked in my head fucking scrooge man thank you uh, thank you very much matt for for sitting down and watching a two-hour musical there's not a lot of people in this world that if i requested like hey can you watch this two-hour 70s musical that's an adaptation of a Christmas Carol, and then we talk about it for thirty minutes. Why would I deny myself something amazing like this? Oh, I'm so like, glad you loved it. it. I was so worried that we were gonna come in this thing, and you were gonna be like, "This oh, fucking sucked." Oh, oh, you mean how you treated Emmett Otter? <laughs> <laughs> Disgrace. 
I'll also promote this. I mean, obviously, we're rec- this is coming out beforehand, but uh, live stream on Geekscape, Geekscape yeah, man. Uh, YouTube channel, Geekscape TV. Search it out. 16 yeah. straight hours uh, of content. Yeah. It's going to be great, that, and it's for a f- phenomenal cause. Yeah, we're going to help out a kid named Liam, and I can't fucking wait. If you have even just a couple minutes throughout the day, definitely hop onto the live stream. It's going to be streaming on Facebook. It's going to be streaming on YouTube. It's going to be on Twitch. It'll probably be on multiple Facebook pages because I can stream to 10 places at once. (laughs) So if you're on the Christmas 365 Facebook page, you'll probably see it. Yeah. Um, And... Like, if you can donate some money to Big Brothers Big Sisters, they would really appreciate your support. Uh, And I know we would appreciate the support as well. 100%. Um, 100%. Um, And before we close out, I do like around the Christmas season to give like a pick of the week because we've always got things happening. We're always trying to surround ourselves with Christmas things for anybody who's in the comic book world. I've been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is completely set during Christmas time. And it's like just swinging around New York City during Christmas. Uh, It feels as magical as you would imagine it. So check that out. And also I'm going to put my foot down here and say, fuck Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. All right. um, That's my least. (laughs) I don't disagree with you putting your foot down. Merry Christmas, Matt. But we gotta show a little bit of respect to at least Spider-Man Two, which is Spider-Man Two rules. No respect to Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man One is trash. But it's like one of those things where you also have to like. I feel like it's a movie that's easy to look back at now and say this was trash. But like obviously it was fucking groundbreaking. Oh yeah, at the time, like at the time, like like we wouldn't be anywhere where we are. Yeah, without it, like so it's it's more it's like the first X Men movie. Like those movies are more important than they necessarily are good. But yeah. uh, and both of them have a far superior sequel. So. Yeah, Spider Man Two is absolutely amazing. Um, we're gonna watch Spider Man Three here shortly, and uh, I'll probably Oof. be ba- I'll probably be back to the whole fuck this series. Well, I think my biggest thing is is like so many people hated on the Andrew Garfield flicks, and I'm like, bro, those McGuire flicks weren't that good either. Like, <laughs> you know what, Dylan? There's only one other thing to say at this point. Yeah. Merry Christmas, buddy. Dude, Merry Christmas, bro. Hi friends, the world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. 
Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come, baby, come, and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 